Okay, you ready? Ready for what? Damn it, Dave. The podcast. Remember, this is what oh, we're doing? Oh, oh, oh. That's now? Yeah. Okay, all right. Uh, yeah, I'm ready. Okay, let's go. Okay. Okay, your hair is right for the podcast now. Yeah, I, I now. fixed my hair. I, I had to do a little hair fixing. You, you whipped it around and caught me in the face. Before, before the podcast. What? I know, isn't that funny? What was that about? You're attached to your hair. <gasps> That's what it is. The attachments. I yeah. am. Letting go of attachments. That's the topic of this week, right? Because that's what we picked last week. I think I realized that we didn't tell people last week that we pick our topic out of a jar at the end of each episode, which we didn't bring the jar in with us. Oops. <laughs> I'm sure Dave will go get the jar well, before when you're the... Running, when you're running on, I'll run and get the yeah, jar. Yeah, okay. Right. So, when I'm running on... Towards the end, yeah. <laughs> when I'm, yes, sharing... All that good stuff. So we pick a we pick um, just a random piece of paper that we've written all sorts of different topics on at the end of our episode. So last week was letting go of attachments. So this that's what we're going to talk about. I love this. I think this is really powerful. I think a lot of people have trouble with this. Do you think? I know I do. Yeah. I can't speak for other people, but it seems to come up a lot. Okay, in what way? Well, I think. Um, gosh, what was it John Lennon said in Imagine, um, Imagine All Possessions, not having, you know, not having Mm. all possessions. Mm -hmm. And, and people, it's like, it's really hard to think that way. If you think about, excuse me, you know, food and shelter is one thing, but we have so much other stuff beside that, that we're attached to cars and clothes and furniture and houses and you know the the color of our hair the you know the, yes. all of the stuff that we are identify so, with though it, see that's the thing we identify with things, things we think that, that those things are. make us who we are and i just read an article it was interesting in psychology today that was talking about you know when we present ourselves like somebody comes to our home and we're presenting ourselves through that, right? <laughs> I was just thinking about when when people come over to the house. That's that's when the kids know we have to clean everything. Oh, that's a whole different podcast. <laughs> Where are you going off of that one? Whoop! Well, okay, come back. Being attached to how it looks. Okay. Well, but yeah, but you want a nice house and clean. But I'm just talking about things, about attachments to things, and how. We identify with that, mm-hmm. and and you know our stuff. We think it's it's showing. Well, it is in a way though, showing who you are. You know your style and the colors you choose and the way that you do stuff, and we we get attached to that. Um, but not just things. I think that also the attachment to people can be um, problematic or a problem or. Well, there's um, lots of problems in getting too attached. Yes. I mean, you can go all the way to hoarding, you know, people that just can't let go of anything. Well, thanks. Yeah, I was just talking about people. Things. Yeah. yeah. Wait, hold on. I went to people. I know you did. <laughs> you went back to things? Uh-huh. Okay, let's talk about things. Okay. What if I want to talk about people? Oh, she! <laughs> wait a minute. No, wait a minute. We're talking about... Okay, Attachment. go of attachments. Right, right, right. But are we talking so, about things? So or far, people? we're talking a lot about things we're attached to. Okay, let's talk about things. Well, wait. <laughs> we need to also talk about letting go. 
Yes, okay. of course. That's, we'll get there. All right, eventually. Honey, we got another 27 minutes. So. <laughs> We're going to fill the space. Let's start. Let's get focused on one thing at a time. This okay. is fun. So letting go of it. <laughs> Letting go of attachments of things. Yes. I remember, and I, we, you and I, let, we'll talk about that because I think it's important we talk about our relationship. Well, it that's kind of scary that, okay. It takes two, mm-hmm. but I think, but back to, I remember with my spiritual teacher, he said at one point, which I thought was really an interesting thing to contemplate, was let go of everything. Let go of your attachment to things. Let go of your attachment to people. Let go of your attachments, period, and you will be free. And, you know, you think about that, how attached we are to our partners, to our things, to our children, to the outcome, whatever, and to let that go because really, you know, I don't own you. I don't own any of that. And if we're so attached to it, if anything happens that's just this devastation or this this pain that's attached to it but if we release it if we just see it as it is just this thing and we release it uh, release the attachment to it if something were to happen then it's just stuff it's just things it's not it's okay Mm -hmm. and in that lies acceptance acceptance to be what it is you know i i totally get that as as you were talking about the the people part of that Mm -hmm. And you you mentioned the don't own, and I was thinking about it's it's built into our language. It's my wife. Yeah. It's my child, my daughter, my son. Mm. You know, my as as if I own it. Yep. You yep. <clears throat> and we, you know, try to find another way to say the same thing. It's really hard. Mm-hmm. You know, you have to address them as their name as opposed to my child. It's really hard, I think, for people to grasp that. Um, it's very different, and yet it's very freeing. Mm-hmm. Um, we don't own each other. You and I are in our relationship. We've talked about that, and it, it is something that to me is powerful. It's It's so healthy because we don't own each other, and you're not just, you're not mine. Um, and the attachment that we would have to each other to let go of each other, which we worked through about six years ago, was mm-hmm. tough. I'll never forget the day. It was when we were redoing the swimming pool, and I had I had chopped a lot of the top off of it, and I had begun filling it, and I had, was I was sitting down inside of it, and you came to me to have a talk, and you said, you said. <clears throat> What would you do if you didn't have me, if I wasn't in your life? And I had to seriously contemplate that. I had to, I had to go, okay, am I complete if I don't have somebody else? Mm. Well, yeah, I'm, the, I'm, what, I'm what God or creation, what, however you, whatever word you like for that, I'm, I'm what was created. I wasn't created as Dave and Janny. I was created as Dave. And <clears throat> once I started to grasp that, you know, you really triggered something in that. Then I went through, um, I had to get solid on me just being me. And I went as far as I took off my wedding band. And as you know, I never hid that from you. It was, it was to establish that I was just me. I wasn't me and somebody else. 
and it was very empowering. I have to say, I thought at first it was sort of frightening. And of course, I think now that's what I was facing was fear. And when I finally got used to thinking of myself as an individual unattached, and, and I told lots of people about it too, I talked about it all the time, it was very, very freeing. Mm-hmm. I felt much more confident and comfortable with myself. And you mentioned the same thing back to me. You said you seem much more confident and, mm-hmm. and more attractive, I think you said at the time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's it, the whole thing of being attached uh, in, in so many ways. And I, and I want to go back to things as well, mm-hmm. because we do get attached to, to things. Our ego gets attached to the clothes we have. And I know, I, I, I mentioned the other day to my son, I said, when I was a kid, I had one pair of shoes. And I looked at this rack of shoes they've got. Now I've got a special little cabinet in the corner of my bedroom that's just for shoes. I've got like eight pairs of shoes. And, and I don't need that many shoes. <laughs> you know, they just protect my feet from the ground is mm-hmm. all they are, really. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I, I know it sounds kind of silly, but... but we don't need all this stuff. And there's also nothing wrong with having nice things. Especially if it means something. Well, but having and feeling good about how you look. I mean, that's a different thing. Mm-hmm. And yet we're, what we're talking about is really letting go the attachment to that thing, to the identity mm. of it. That it is without that, you are nothing. And what you said was really powerful. And I, I know we had a really big breakthrough in our relationship through that time, letting go of the attachment to each other. So that, you know, if something were to happen and we weren't with each other anymore, we were complete. The worst line in a movie ever, which I can't stand, is you you complete complete me. me. Oh, (laughs) sick. I'm sorry. Sickening. Nobody completes you. You get to be complete without that person because how much healthier you are to be complete you know I think that when we were going through everything I said to you you know I don't want to be your everything and some people feel that that's so important oh my god he's my everything I'm his everything she's my everything that makes me feel so good no it's because if that person, if something happens that relationship and that attachment, and then that's gone, you, 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 you aren't uh, self-assured. You aren't your whole self. You aren't self-sufficient. You aren't self-sufficient. Oh, yeah. You rely on that other person to make you happy. You rely on that other person to love you. And, you know, they always say the old cliche, love yourself first. If you don't love yourself, then the, you, you know, can't you can't love fully else. love but it's really, really true. If you're attached to that person loving you to make you feel like a whole person, then it's everything they do, it's not going to work. It's going to be um, painful empty. and empty. Yeah. And not attractive. I, don't, I just don't think that's attractive. That's like, you know, when, when people are overly attached... I think at the beginning, if there's attachment, people feel like, oh, my God, they love me so much. They're so, atta-, you know, there's attachment. Mm-hmm. I, and it's I think not I, I think we're also as a, as a man, I'll speak for myself. I think the, the woman that's most attractive is a, a, a confident, maybe aloof 
type of woman, someone who who's that who stands alone <laughs> and strong and doesn't need the support of someone else. Mm-hmm. They might choose to lean on someone every now and then, but doesn't mean they need to. And I think too, it's important to say because I that's me. And <laughs> surprise. <laughs> but for me also to say to you at times, I need you. That doesn't mean I'm attached and that, you know, everything you do is, you know, but I need you. And for a strong woman to say that too, that's that's healthy also. Well, that doesn't mean I'm weak. It doesn't mean right. It's I need you. I need you know, this this relationship and what you bring to it. And we've always said, you know, there's sometimes it's 20-80 and it's, you know, 50-50 or it's 60-40. It's not, okay, we're 50-50 in this. It's no, sometimes one person is a lot stronger than the other in that moment. And we need that and we lean on that and rely on that because our partnership is, is built on that. I, I really love knowing that it's there. That's the neat, I, I love that part of the relationship is I know that I can count on you for honesty. Mm. And, and it's like when I'm in my own shit, which is you know usually self-pity, that, that's the direction I'll go. Or, and, that, and that'll be always driven by fear. <clears throat> I, can, I can depend on you to look me in the eye and say, well you know, you're in your shit again, or whatever it is that you need to say in the moment. And and I've, I know I've done that for you. I'll never, ever forget the time that um, we have this arch in the house, and, and Jenny was, was talking about um, hiring a painter to paint grape leaves over the arch. And, and I mean, I've known this woman for, for most of my life now, and she's always been an artist. And I looked at her... And she's talking about hiring somebody else to paint grape leaves over the arch with with the grapes and everything. And I said, when did you stop being an artist? What is that about? Hmm. And it just dawned on her, oh, I can do this. So it was, yeah, we support each other that way. It's really cool. Who am I talking to, them or you? You. Aw, honey. That was so sweet. Yes. But that's true. That's, I mean, that's something that happened. That's not just. I think we went off topic. Did we go off topic? Uh, Let's see. Attachments. (laughs) Well, we aren't neither of us. Well, we talked about being attached, like depending. Yeah. And there's a difference in a partnership and a dependence. Mm-hmm. And partnership is is yeah. I know that I can count on yes. you to help me when I need help, but I don't constantly lean on you in order to stand up. Nice. Yes. That's true, and that is an attachment. Mm-hmm. What else is um, attachment? Attachment to. Um, expectations, attachment to the outcome. You yeah. know, people get attached to how they think it's supposed to look. And and being done the same way as it used to be done. Mm-hmm. We're attached to the old way of doing it, and we forget that, you know, there can be a new way. Right. Oh, that's so true. It's hard for people to change sometimes because we're attached to a certain way of being. We're attached to a certain... Um, thought or a certain process that we've always done and to let go of that and to be open to a new way of thinking or a new way of the way something else somebody else thinks it is really powerful it doesn't mean you have to let go of that you know connection to that thing or that attachment of that belief but just to be open to Mm -hmm. it 
Because when we get so attached, we become so righteous. It <laughs> holds us back, right? It holds us small. It, it can, it's, can, uh, it's, um, what's the word where you're, um, constricted or you're not open. Yeah, I'm. I'm sorry. I'm, what are you laughing at? What are you smiling about? Because I'm thinking of a political party. That oh no, no, no! We're not going to go there. Can't go there. We're not going to go there. No, 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 no. We're going to have fun on this podcast. <laughs> We're going to talk about good things. We're going to laugh at life. We're going to laugh at all the attachments we have. But I remember when my spiritual teacher said to do that. Let go of your attachments. Attachments, and I want you to imagine everything gone. So, you know, I think it's it's interesting when you hear people who have had devastation, floods, or fire, and you hear them say, you know what, those are just things. I have my life, I have my family, we're here, we survived, all that stuff doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. And I remember sitting in the house and imagining everything gone, and how that would feel, and really releasing it, living in it, but releasing it at the same time. Mm-hmm. No, we didn't have a devastation, we didn't <clears throat> lose everything, but just to be able to imagine it and to live in, you know, releasing that. Um, I th- do you want to say something? Well, I was just thinking about one of the things I want to do in the not-too-distant future is to let go of all the stuff. Yeah. And I, I want to, you know move to simpler living and traveling and and not have the you know the big expensive house and all the rooms and the and the nice car and all that stuff i agree just um be free of all all that yeah yeah our society you know we we're consumers and we have stuff i get i get i get advertising drives me crazy with all the stuff they think they 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 sell to us as if we must have it or oh, we yeah. aren't we aren't uh, what we should be. You aren't be. complete. Right. Right, unless you have the newest well, that's and the good. latest. We aren't complete unless we have the right thing that mm-hmm. we're supposed to have. Right. But you know, I think with people if you are somebody who's always, you know, you buy something and it's just that very short gratification of that thing. And then it goes away, and then it's like, okay, I need something else. I need something else. I need something else to fulfill me. I need that new car. I need that new relationship. I need that new thing. We get so attached to that feeling of having that. And when you're fulfilled within yourself and you've done your own work, there's nothing outside that can make you feel better. It's you that's doing the work that makes you feel better. It's not about those things that are mm-hmm. going to make you feel better. They don't, you know, we aren't, well, we aren't our I stuff. am not measured by what I have. Right. Or who is with me. Or how I look. Mm-hmm. I'm measured by who I am, what I do, the choices that I make. And I'm measured by me. Other people's stuff is their opinion, mm-hmm. and I can take your living. So letting go of the attachment of how it looks. Mm-hmm. In my, and in and my, what other people think. Yeah, in mm-hmm. my addiction work... Um, I I remind myself daily that I am powerless over people, places, and things. And what I have control of in this universe is what I choose to do. I don't have control over what anybody else thinks, what they do, where they go, or what they own. You know, I I actually, you know, in a a way, I feel as though I'm judging people right now 
which is not a good thing, that that live their life according to what they have as, as their value. Well, that's their choice, I suppose. It's not what makes me happy. It hasn't been what's worked for you and I for the last, God, 40 years. But, yeah. But it's okay. I, You know, I, I want to be clear that it's okay to have things. We it, we love our home and our things and our plants and our stuff. Everything has a story. Right. But you know what I, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I don't want it to seem like it's a bad thing. But what we can do is we can just really look at are we really attached to it? Attached to the point where it it isn't freeing, you know, we're so we're just so connected and attached. One more thing before we end it though, I really want to talk about attachment to our children as parents. I hear from a lot of people that I work with and parents that I work with, the attachment to the outcome of their children's lives. They feel responsible. They feel like if their children aren't doing well, that it reflects on them, that they've done something wrong. And there's this real (laughs) attachment to um, their, just their, their life, you know, like it's, I don't know. It's it's. Can you talk to that too? I, I'm, I think I'm it's... trying to think of of how to express what you're thinking, and I'm not doing yeah. too well on that. the The attachment to kids, it's it is. There's the pride thing, but there's also um, fear of looking bad if mm-hmm. your kids don't mm-hmm. look good in front of other people, or at least to your expectations. Or if, if they yeah. aren't living life according to right. your expectations, then then there's the fault or of just attachment. just the attachment, like we were talking about earlier, we don't own each other, we don't own our children. You know, it's, it's the, the children have come through us and we're here to guide them and teach them and love them and then set them free. Let them have their life. Let them fall. Let them create. Let them experiment. Let them just go through what they need to go through and not be fearful or worry that, you know, them making mistakes or doing things, you know, that they're going to be hurt because I think we get so attached to things that have to look good and they have to be perfect. And the kids, we don't want them to be hurt. We don't want them to fall. And we're going to do whatever it takes to make sure that they're happy. It's like, no, 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 no. They've got to live their own life. They've got to crash and burn. Because that's where you learn. Mm -hmm. That's where you learn the most. And if we don't allow ourselves to let our children have that experience, then we're keeping them from their biggest learning. Um, And so we get, I I think, if, if I mean, I kind of went off, but I think that, still works with attachment you know attachment to how it looks and letting go of it right letting go let go let go and i and I, I i find myself in and out of being attached to things all the time and letting go of them usually makes me feel better mm-hmm. i once did an exercise with a with a um, a program i did a long time ago back in the early 80s and <clears throat> the instructor of this program he had everybody in the that was in this uh, training um, leave the room and and go out and give something of ourselves that we considered valuable to a stranger. 
and explained to that stranger so that they understood exactly what this present is and what it means and what we were up to. And it was one of the most freeing things I ever did. I took a piece of art that had been made by one of my children. That it was given to me when she was uh, just, gosh, like three or four years old. She'd made me this thing. And I gave it to a fella in Santa Monica. And I remember him looking at me and he was astonished at the story of how it was made and that I would give it away. And he said he would never let go of it. He would mm. hold on to it forever and thank me very much. Yeah. And it, I mean, basically it was a, a um, piece of wood with a rubber band and a stick glued to it. But it was something that a three-year-old made for me that was made with love. Yeah. And it, that was... Do you know how hard that would be for people? Because that piece means something. And we're so attached to memories. Mm -hmm. We're so attached to those things that we feel if we let it go, the memory of that moment or that child or that will be lost. Mm -hmm. And And yet, what did did we learn? Because I did the same exercise. And I remember the sentence, it doesn't mean anything unless you give it away. Mm Mm-hmm. And, you know, our stuff is our stuff. But when you actually take something, and I've done that same thing a few times, and, you know, you gift somebody. I've taken a necklace off that somebody admired and I loved and cherished. And I thought, you know what? Here, take it. You Mm -hmm. like it? And you let go the attachment to that thing and give it to somebody else. It is very freeing. And then you get somebody else like, oh, you know, they're so grateful. <laughs> so interesting, interesting. That's good. I'm so glad you brought that up because that was... That was a was great fun. exercise. Yeah. yeah. You know, if you're listening to this, you might want to try doing that. Find, you know, find something that's in your life that you see as having, uh, that you have an attachment to. And go out and find somebody that you don't know, total stranger, and explain to them what it is, why it has value to you, and that you'd like to give it to to them. You might want to try doing that. And just notice right in this moment, <laughs> as you're thinking about that, what are you feeling? What are you noticing in your body? Is your heart racing? Are you thinking, oh shit, no way, man, I am not. There's no way I would let go of that thing that means so much to me. And so just notice... Any kind of feeling in your body of um, anxiety or a heart racing or upset stomach that has you feel that attachment, because that's exactly what we're talking about, the attachment to that thing. And when you do let it go, it is very freeing and um, it's okay because life is short, my friend, and Okay, so Dave went and just got the bowl. Did you so, ramble on while I was going? I did. I rambled and rambled about stuff. So That's the topic jar. I just thought I'd... Ooh, okay, so it's this big bowl. And so we've written a bunch of things in there. And each week we're going to pick something that's going to be um, the topic of next week that we'll talk about. And Dave and I have decided that we are... <laughs> I added... <laughs> Hold on. I'm sorry. So each week we're going to pick a new topic from the jar. 
And then we're not going to talk about it all week, Dave and I. We're not going to mention it to each other until we come together again for the podcast at the end of the week. So we don't talk about it. We don't discuss it in between so that we're fresh and it's very organic. But we're going to have to discuss this one a little bit before we think about it. (laughs) Oh, God, why? Because I didn't marry an alcoholic. (laughs) And the topic is, I married an alcoholic. Who wrote that? Uh, in case in case the listeners don't know, I'm an alcoholic and my wife is not. And apparently she wrote in the topics jar, I married an alcoholic for a topic. And I don't know exactly. I guess she's going to do all the talking next week. I'll see you then. Bye. No. Oh. Because you'll have your side of that. I know. I The topic will need to be about alcoholism oh, yes. And, yes. and addiction and yeah, for that sure. sort of thing. And I'm sure you're going to pitch in on what it's like to be married to what. Yeah, I think it'll be really, really powerful because it's a big topic for us. I mean, it might be more than one podcast, Sunny Buns. It might. It might. Right? And we can re- revisit all of these. Yeah. All right, y'all. So uh, once again, great. Uh, hanging with you. Hope you guys enjoyed our moment, our podcast. And I hope you got to listen to a couple of really, really, really inspirational things and maybe giggled a little too at how silly we are. And yeah. <laughs> or maybe we're the only ones laughing. <laughs> or maybe we're the only ones listening. <laughs> okay. All bye. right. Bye, world.